What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Weekly Breakdown. My name is Taylor. And my name is Josh. Normally, Josh says his name first, so there was a little pause there. Oh. Because <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> I'm tired. I forgot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Each and every week, this podcast is brought to you by Gold Gal Getaways. No matter the trip, whether you have small kids, big kids, or no kids at all, we have agents who can help you plan your next vacation to Florida or any destination around the world. You can submit a quote in the show notes, and an agent will get back to you with a quote or more information. You can head on over to www.coldgalegetaways.com. That's the best you've ever done that. It's because I read it word for word. Hmm. We are going on to group cruises. Don't forget. I keep telling you every week because I'm just so excited. We are going on the next one in August 2020. From the 25th to the, or actually, sorry, the 22nd to the 25th on the Disney Fantasy out of Port Canaveral. We will have one stop at Castaway Key because this is only a three-night cruise. It's kind of short, but it's a perfect cruise to get your feet wet and enjoy a little bit of Disney. And then next summer, we are going on a Royal Caribbean Alaskan cruise. It's seven nights from July 9th to the 16th out of Seattle, Washington. And it's going to be amazing. (laughs) We can't wait to go to Alaska. But there are forums in the show notes for each of these cruises, or you can email events at goldgalgetaways.com. Just make sure if you're only emailing and not filling out a form, you specify which group cruise you would like to go on, or if you'd like to go on both. That'd be cool too. Cool. Each and every week, this is also brought to you by JTR Media. This is our little video business side hustle we got going. Uh, If you're looking to capture any magical moments, such as weddings, engagements, vacations, or anything else you can imagine, we are here to help capture those for you and create something a little bit uh, special and magical and memorable you can watch over and over again <laughs> and it's not like you know the classic home video style which is kind of cool but mm-hmm. anyways you can head on over to www.jtrmedia.org or you can send me an email at info at jtrmedia.org mm-hmm. or you can submit a quote wait no not submit a quote you can submit a request form in the description or show notes or via From instagram the link tree, yeah instagram, whatever And then you can always help support our channel and us through patreon.com forward slash the WDW couple where Mm -hmm. we post some uh, behind the scenes stuff and some photos and different types of things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it really just goes back into the channel to help us create some more uh, stuff. Magical moments. Yeah. So uh, before we move on, though, I have an announcement that I did not tell Taylor uh, because I've been kind of brainstorming this and I think I've got it figured out, but... Uh, we'll see. I'll make a more official announcement video maybe tomorrow because today's Wednesday uh, when we're recording this. But I have, as you guys may know, I was running with Dragon Master Foundation for Star Wars Half Marathon Weekend. That has obviously been nixed. We are in May. Never happened. Um, One of the options that we had or that we could do would be to roll that over to another race. I was not ever able to sign up for Wine and Dine. Who knows if Wine and Dine is going to happen, but sure enough, Marathon Weekend 2021 will happen. And uh, Taylor made a post about this on our Facebook group. I have, uh, for some odd reason, because (laughs) it's Dopey, signed up for the Dopey again. Uh, And so that's what I'm going to be doing for 2021. And, uh, of course, I've got to raise money for it, and it's all going to an amazing great cause, uh, which is the Dragon Master Foundation. And with that being said... 
I've come up with some site, some site, some type of fundraiser, um, which is very odd and out of the ordinary. Um, they do do this on occasion for some other events, well, for some other ca- cancer awareness stuff. But everybody's been asking me about this beard and when it's going to go. I knew this was coming. Everybody's been asking about it. They're like, you should shave that beard. No, Josh, you should keep that beard. It looks great. No, you should shave it. It looks terrible. You look like a caveman or something. Listen, I think I've come up with a solution for the beard. Um, This is an event that's already been going on. It goes on in November, which is no shave November. But, hey, we're in May. We've got plenty of time to raise money. So I thought, shave it or save it. So basically, we have a goal right now of raising, I think I set it at like $1,500. Mm-hmm. The quicker that we get to $1,500, the quicker this beard is going to go. <laughs> Which means that I will not shave my face until we hit $1,500. Oh, no. <laughs> so if it doesn't happen until December, oh, my God. <laughs> that I would mean, be the biggest beard you've ever had. That would be hilarious. It would be, I mean, this is longer than I've ever had it before. Hey, so right all now. you haters out there. So, um, and obviously I know we've got almost 50,000 subscribers out there and I know that not every single one of them out there always watches our videos or ever watches any of our videos, but there are 50,000 people out there. Uh, if you happen to watch this, if you're listening and they, we have a lot of followers on Instagram now, and a lot of people on Instagram too, the smallest donation really does make a difference. I mean, Five dollars, uh, even a dollar, even a dollar. I don't know what the minimum amount donation is. Um, you might be able to donate a dollar. I don't know, but even the smallest amount, a dollar mm-hmm. or five dollars, you don't have to donate something big. It's really just how much you would pay for a cup of coffee. Like think of it that way. Think about doing it just one time, and mm-hmm. and be done with it. Fifteen hundred dollars. The faster we get there, the faster this beard is going to go. I think that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Sounds good. Shave it or save it. I'll make a more official video so that it gets put out there because I know not everybody watches our podcast Mm -hmm. and listens to the podcast. But if you're listening and if you're watching, please, you can head over to whatever link is in the show notes or in the description and find that or check on Instagram or even Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have links for Josh's donation page on everything. So so. I think we're sitting at like 250 right now. Mm -hmm. So And we don't see any of that money. It all goes directly to Dragon Master Foundation. If you you donate it right through that link. Yeah, so just use our link. Yep. Mm -hmm. So cool. All righty then. (laughs) I'm a little nervous that we wouldn't, that we don't hit it by then and it is really long. I mean, like some people, I know that there are some people out there who are like, I'm not going to donate until like the last possible second. Just to see how long you get it. So (laughs) we'll see. Cool. All right. Moving on. We have no news or information this week because. Yes, we do. Oh, we do. Yes, we do. Taylor didn't put anything in there. I did not. But we do have news this week. So Disney Springs will be opening on May 20th. And when I say Disney Springs, this is disney springs but it is no walt disney world or disney company owned and operated stores or restaurants or that sort of thing it's only third party businesses so just keep that in mind you will have to wear face coverings and there it's kind of like a whole testing thing there's going to be limited parking there's going to be limited amount of people that are allowed in so there will be a capacity that they're following for now yeah And then over at Universal Orlando, City Walk will be opening on May 14th, which was now yesterday. 
Um, it oh will, my gosh. Yeah. So it's only going to be a small amount of places that are opening. I'm actually really surprised to see how few places are opening. So it's only going to be open from 4 to 10 p.m. daily. And as of right now, this is all that's listed that's going to be open. Annie Ann's Pretzels, Bubba Pretzels, Annie Ann's Pretzels, Bubba Gump Shrimp, Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville, Red Oven Pizza Bakery, Voodoo Donuts. And then Airbrush, which is one of the shopping venues, Heart and Hunting Tattoo Company, Universal Studios Store, and Select Merchandise Carts, and Hollywood Drive-In Golf. That's like absolutely nothing. It's why would not you, a lot. Why would you even open up? Well, I think what it seems like is they're giving them the options to open up, and these are the places that are choosing to open as of right now. Interesting. Because that's like, what, that's like three places to eat? One place to shop for universal merchandise, and mm-hmm. you can play mini golf. Yeah. Which mini golf would be kind of cool, but. Yeah, we haven't done mini golf over there, so that would be fun. Uh, yeah, moving on to this week's breakdown. We thought we would talk a little bit about uh, doing Disney or Day at Disney with no parks. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people might be like, well, that's crazy. Why would you go to Walt Disney World and not do the parks? Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't really meant to be like going to Disney and not doing the parks. There are people who do do that. Do, 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 do. There are people who go to Walt Disney World and do not go into the parks. Mm-hmm. They like to just relax and hang out. But this is more of like, let's say you're here for five days. You've only got a four-day ticket. And so maybe one of those days you want to fill it with something else or you're saving some money from those tickets because mm-hmm. an extra day for like a family of four mm-hmm. is still kind of expensive. Yeah. And a day at Disney World with no parks is something that we have done ever since I can remember Mm -hmm. is we always have a day where we don't go to the park. So say we're down here for, I use a shorter trip, for example, like six days, we may only get a four or five day park hopper and then use one or two days for other things. Yeah. I mean, even when I came down with Taylor's family and we did, normally it was always 10 days. Yep. Um, but we did not have a 10-day ticket. It was we, normally like... Like a seven or eight-day park seven hopper. Seven or eight-day. Normally, because we didn't go to the parks the day that we arrived. Mm-hmm. And we didn't usually go to the parks the day that we left. Right. Um, and then one of those days in between, Yep. we didn't go in. So we thought we'd talk a little bit about that today uh, and kind of shed some light on some things that you can do. Maybe give you some ideas if you haven't really thought about doing it before or if you're mm-hmm. like man, I got to try and save some money on this next trip because we're shuffling all kinds of stuff around. And sometimes what I have seen has happened, and this actually kind of worked out for us when we went to Disneyland, but sometimes flight prices can decrease. That's true. So if something happens that a flight is cheaper the day before you plan to be there, you can fly in that day before and then you can have that whole extra day to do stuff that you may have not done before because you're trying to get everything done in the parks. That yep. You don't really care what else is outside of the parks. Yeah. So so this that's another reason maybe why you'd need to know. Which I just thought we could have a whole other episode of things that you could do. Uh, let's say if you're flying in early or even a day later. Um, and you're staying off property because normally uh, sometimes people will stay off property to also cut the cost of, mm-hmm. uh, of whatever, you know what I'm trying to say. And uh, we could do a whole episode of just talking about things that you can do in Orlando or around Orlando uh, mm-hmm. on that day. That, yeah, that are not in theme parks. So, cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's break right into it. I think probably one of the most obvious things mm-hmm. that everybody does, whether you're going into the parks that day or not, 
is going down to Disney Springs and hanging out. Yep. Um, I know normally for us, we would usually go, I think, pretty early in the morning because we want to try to avoid the crowds. Yeah, and we honestly considered Disney Springs as, like, one of our days on our trip. Mm -hmm. We always made sure we scheduled a day for it because we wanted to make sure we could go shopping. We wanted to make sure we could eat at the places we wanted to eat or, like, if there was snacks or just whatever we felt like we needed to do while we were at Disney Springs. And then that way we weren't super rushed. We just had a whole day to do whatever we wanted to do really right and with that being said uh disney springs has a lot to offer there yes, is a lot that you can do down there now obviously it's going to cost you a little bit of money but uh when you compare maybe doing something like that uh per an actual extra day of a ticket mm-hmm. it's probably still going to be cheaper especially if you have multiple people in your party absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely because you could get a full a meal like a whole meal for your whole party, probably cheaper than what you would pay for a park ticket if you do like a quick service or I would whatever. say so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or sure. even even if you have like, for the price of two park tickets, if you have a bigger group, like mm-hmm. you can definitely save some money just by going to Disney Springs and eating instead of paying for park tickets for right. a day. But yeah, Josh was saying that we normally would go in the morning and we did. We would it pretty much opens around 10 and most of the stores will be open around 10. Um, That's pretty much how it's always been. That's the official opening is 10 a.m. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes some of the stores don't open right at opening time. No, but. But pretty much they all do. And like our big stop has always been World of Disney. Mm -hmm. Now, you can see most of that merchandise in the parks already. But like I said, when you're in the parks, you're trying to maximize your time in the parks and not everybody actually shops in the parks. You'd be surprised right. to hear that, but they don't. Um, so Disney Springs is a perfect place to do that. They don't have everything that you can get in the parks. There are some specific park merchandise items. Yep. Um, but Disney Springs pretty much has everything. It is the largest Disney store like in the world. So. Yeah, it is. Um, and I think... You know, when it comes to Disney Springs and finding activities to do down there, now that while this is not uh, inexpensive, it's not cheap, uh, this, depending on how many people you have, it could get up there in the price of tickets, but I always think of the void. Mm -hmm. Um, We've only done it once. We were going to go back and do it again, and then something happened and and we didn't make it down there. But um, the void is an awesome experience to do down at disney springs it's Virtual located reality yeah it's located way down at the far side near like trendy um, bippity boppity boutique bippity boppity boutique mm-hmm. where the christmas tree trail would be and uh it is it's awesome uh last i checked they were still doing star wars they were doing wreck it ralph and they may have been doing one other thing um and it's just like a rotation um and you just have to get on the website and just check and see uh when certain like when Wreck-It Ralph is and when Star Wars is. Now they do normally have some availability like that day of, but I would recommend getting onto the website and booking ahead of in advance. Yes, 100%. I would suggest not going there and trying to like get in that day because there's a possibility you can do standby, but mm-hmm. you could be standing there for a long long time. Right. So, definitely make a reservation even if it's the day before, just check and see if you can get a reservation cuz it'll save you so much time. You can go do other things right up until your reservation. Yep. And that's the same for dining. Dining at Disney Springs is like second to shopping. Actually, I prefer to go to Disney Springs and eat rather yeah. than shop just because there's so many options there. I mean, you have some really good quick service mm-hmm. like 
quick service style, chicken I guy. guess. Like chicken, chicken guy, polite chicken pig. Guy. Chicken guy. <laughs> Deluxe burger, which is actually kind of an expensive quick service. Um, but that's how it's served. And Blaze Pizza, Josh is about to say chicken guy again. Poutine fries. <laughs> Whatever. That's not what you were going to say. You're right. I was going to say um, chicken guy. There's lots of snack stands. And then you have some really good sit-down restaurants like Boathouse Homecoming. and Chef Art Smith's, which is amazing. Morimoto. Mm-hmm. There's some awesome places to eat there. We did a, we did a video. If you mm-hmm. haven't seen it, go back just like two or three weeks Yeah, on a Monday. So lots of good places to eat. Definitely check out some of our dining reviews from Disney Springs. It may help you narrow down mm-hmm. where you want to eat when you go to Disney Springs. And I can't wait till everything is opened back up again so we can, like, finish doing dining reviews from yeah, Disney right? Springs. Because we have a lot on our list still to do from there. We've got a special one coming up as soon as things normalize. We, normalize we've, got a, we've got a pretty special one coming up, which will be fun. You know, some other things, whenever you think about just being in Disney Springs in general, if you've got kids, uh, a lot of kids love going over to the Legos. It's a huge Lego store. You mm-hmm. can buy individual Lego blocks. You can buy little Lego people. And then, of course, you can buy the standard Lego build your creation of whatever it is, the Death Star <laughs> or Millennium Falcon. Um, you've got the World of Coke store, mm-hmm. which oh, yeah. is a multi-level, basically Coke shopping experience Mm -hmm. um you can meet the coca-cola polar bear if you go up top you can do the you can try trying flavors from from all yeah all around the world they have slushies and stuff you can go bowling i think it's pretty cool to be able to say that you went bowling in walt disney world um i have to stop real quick i can't believe we didn't add this to our top restaurants i don't think we mentioned this yet we did a video a couple weeks ago that was like our top restaurants of disney springs and Mm -hmm. we didn't put in wine bar george and we were like devastated somebody somebody said that in the comments yeah somebody said that in the comments because we love wine bar george we've been there twice i believe now and Mm -hmm. it was fantastic both times like i would highly recommend you go try wine bar george let me just also state nobody paid me to say this i'm just telling you we love it and i can't believe we forgot to put it on that list i know so we love you wine bar george (laughs) um and then i think probably one of the last things one of the last big attractions in disney springs of course again it's going to cost you a little bit of money but probably not the same cost as going to the parks uh no it's cheap NBA experience? I totally forgot about that. I wasn't even You were going to say Cirque du Soleil. I was going to say Cirque du Soleil once it opens back up. Oh. Um, which, a uh, great view. I don't know if they've really in change, if they in change. I don't know if they changed the interior seating uh, since they've done renovations. I think it's really just been kind of making a new show. But I, Yeah, I've seen some pictures and it looks pretty much the same But setup. But there's, there's really no bad seat in that entire place. Um, and I would highly recommend you check that out. It's great for both adults and kids. And um, I will say my mom said for years, we need to go to Cirque du Soleil. I want to see this show. It looks awesome. We had some friends that had seen it in the past that said you need to go. And my mom kept saying, we're going to go. We're going to go. We're going to go. Well, we never went. And now we live here. And Josh and I finally went. And it was amazing. And I was like, I can't believe we haven't gone before. Like, how I'm glad did, we went. How did we not make time for this? Because it was fantastic. Yeah. Maybe it's only a show you go and see once every couple years. Or maybe you do go see it every year if you want on your vacation. But I loved it. And I cannot wait to see the new show because it's going to be more Disney themed. Mm-hmm. 
I wish we would have so. seen it one more time. but I do, too. But it, it was awesome. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, what Taylor mentioned, which was the NBA experience, which yes. I think is really more for kids um, and not so much adults. But the great thing is, depending on the age of your kids, you can basically walk them in, drop them off, and leave. And you can go eat or shop, and your kids can have fun uh, yeah, so dunking it's, and it's not games. a daycare, so it, don't think well, of it as a daycare job. When I say a certain up. age, it's like 12 or 14 yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. Basically, they have to be able to take care of themselves right. and be in charge of themselves because nobody's right. there to watch them. Like, right. you can drop them off at your own leisure and you can come and go with your ticket all day, which is awesome. Yeah, so... Um, but we, we had a good time with my sisters. We though. did. We did. So. Uh, but definitely not a full day thing. And, and not to say that uh, when we're talking about this stuff, we're not necessarily saying that like you should spend all day at Disney Springs. Um, you could easily go and check out a few things at Disney Springs, maybe go in the morning, mm-hmm. check out the void, uh, eat lunch. And then uh, you could do what we're going to talk about next, which is resort hopping. Mm-hmm. Or you could do resort hopping first and then go to Disney Springs for dinner. however it works in your plans whenever you can get that reservation you want so this is another thing that we used to always do whenever we came on vacation and i mean josh and i still resort hop to this day just living here and not even staying on property resort hopping is so much fun because you don't have to be staying at a resort to go visit that resort we briefly mentioned this in our podcast from last week that you don't have to be staying at a resort to go visit it but they're probably not going to let you park there. So you just have to figure out how to get there another way, whether that's by boat, monorail, or bus. And all Disney transportation is free. And like I said, you don't have to be staying at a resort to go there. So yeah, resort hopping is a big thing we always did. And pretty much what I remember from resort hopping was we liked to do the Magic Kingdom monorail loop resorts first. We always, we would go to one of them for breakfast, typically, and then I want to say Kona Cafe because I feel like we always had the um, French toast, toast. (laughs) yeah, Um, and then we would, you know, check out all the shops, take our time and be leisure about it and not rushing, just so that we feel like we were having a relaxed day, even though we weren't sitting around, even though we were walking around and shopping. Um, But we always ate lunch at Grand Floridian Cafe because we all loved the French onion soup, and then we could get something small like a salad or a sandwich to eat for that. Um, And then just continued our way around. We'd always end up over at Wilderness Lodge, too, even though it's not on the monorail loop. It's easy to get to by a boat. And then... Maybe not on the same day, but maybe on the same day, you can even go over to, like, um, Epcot Resort area. Or walk and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that this is really, at least for us, since I've been coming with Taylor's family, uh, the reason that I always seemed to really enjoy it was because the Christmas decorations were normally yes. always up. Um, we usually got here, like, the first day of Thanksgiving, and then, like, by the time we were leaving, which would be, like, a week, ten days after that, uh, all of the stuff would be up around the resort, so we could um, start anywhere, but it was mostly like getting to check out all the Christmas decorations because the mm-hmm. resorts have Christmas trees that go up. Grand Floridian has their gingerbread house. Uh, and then, like Taylor said, heading over to Boardwalk, uh, even like right now when there is nothing, uh, there are there is like no, no holiday or no anything. holiday celebration going on. Um, the boardwalk still has some pretty good entertainment. Yeah, it does. Um, it's usually closer to the evening hours and not during the heat of the day but uh, still 
you know, Abracadabra, they've got the ice cream shop over mm-hmm. there, or is it closing because it's opening in no, Disney it's Springs? Still there. Still there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, if you're just adults, no kids, you can check out Atlantic Dance Hall. You can check out the Dueling Pianos. Mm-hmm. Jelly uh, Rolls. Je- or Jelly Rolls. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what it's called. They even have ESPN Club, which would be a good place for lunch, just because if you're into sports, you could sit there and watch some sports on the yeah. TVs because they have TVs all around there. It's kind of set up like an arena. Um, in there i didn't see this past year but normally they've done some type of like special for super Mm. bowl sunday which you've normally had to like book months in advance but if you're going to be down here around that time you can always just check in and see if they're going to be doing that at the espn club over there on the boardwalk Mm -hmm. so and don't check on day of we once were staying at the boardwalk on super bowl sunday and so we were just like let's just walk down to the boardwalk and see because we were fine with sitting in our room eating pizza and watching it on the tv in there we're like, let's just go check. And we walked down there and it was packed. They said it would be at least a two hour wait to get in if you could even get in. Right. Because people were probably not going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> so always just, I mean, for something like big like that, a big event, always make sure, try to plan ahead for your vacation. But six months in advance are dining reservations. So right. make sure you are checking and booking those if you want to eat somewhere. I'm trying to think if there's any other like really resort hoppy type of deals that you can do. Well, another thing that you can do is you could do the Skyliner. Oh, I totally forgot about that because and, that's brand new now. Yeah. And we're not even like I'm not even really used to that being a thing. Yeah. So, so um, you could take a bus to either Epcot or Hollywood Studios if you're not staying at one of the resorts on the Skyliner. Mm-hmm. And then you could go hop around to the different resorts. So you could even go check out Art of Animation and Pop Century because that is a stop on the Skyliner. Yep. And then Caribbean Beach. And then also over at... Um, Riviera that just opened yeah. the new resort so uh, I feel like that would be a good one to go stop and check out just because it is so pretty when you get off the it's Skyliner. got some it's got some great views I will say that it's probably not as um luxurious or I'm trying to think it's of the right still word nice though. I mean it's it's still cool if you haven't seen those resorts before it is nice just to maybe like get down and they're check not them out and things like, like that. The but, contemporary and Grand Floridian and the Right. They're, they're not like the boardwalk and different things like that, like where there's a lot of stuff. Most of the time, those activities that are going on in those resorts, besides Riviera, um, are typically the same activities that you'll find at your resort that you're staying at. So yeah. we're talking like if they're doing campfires or if they're doing games by the pool or uh, random things like that, movies under the stars, like all of that stuff goes on at all the resorts. But if you haven't seen them before, mm-hmm. it is still kind of cool. And Riding on the gondolas is kind of nice. Yeah, especially if you want to ride on the gondolas. And it gives you the opportunity to bar hop like we did. Oh, yeah, We did the Skyliner bar crawl, and it was really fun. Absolutely. I mean, that's another great thing. If you're taking a day off from the parks, Mm -hmm. um, resort monorails, the resort monorails. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the monorail resorts, you can bar hop. The Skyliners, you can -hmm. can do the bar hop thing, We even did a bar crawl around the Boardwalk Resort, or the Epcot Resorts. Yeah, it was a long time ago, but... It's there. It, it can be done. <laughs> it's there. So, yeah. Um, resort hopping, a great idea. Again, maybe hang out, check out Disney Springs first, mm-hmm. then start resort hopping if you want. Uh, and these are just like ideas. You can do this however you want. And, oh, yeah. You know, just figure out what's going to work best with you and your plan. Maybe where you're staying at. And if you don't want to go far, go somewhere that's going to be close to your resort so you can get back quick if you don't want to be out for a long time. But speaking of resort hopping, 
I said that our family liked to do the monorail resorts and that was kind of our like girls day and like shopping and that was what we did on our vacations. And I say girls day because all of the guys in our family when we came on big family vacations, all the guys would go to golf. So they would either go over to the Palm, Magnolia, Lake Buena Vista, Mm -hmm. and they would go golfing. So that is an option. It is kind of expensive to golf at Walt Disney World, but they are really nice golf courses. And it's something that you can be like, oh, I played golf at Walt Disney World. Like not everybody can say they did that. So it's kind of a unique experience to be able to do that here. Yeah. And we've played, uh, I think we've played all the golf courses now. Huh. Oh, no. Uh, we haven't played... Magnolia? Magnolia. So we've played Palm and we've played Lake Buena Vista, uh, both... We've even done Oak Trail, the walking one, course. Uh, Lake Buena Vista we have paid to play at once, um, but Palm and Lake Buena Vista at a different time was provided to us by Disney. But yeah, it was. regardless of whether or not they kind of took care of the green fee, it still uh, is a beautiful golf oh, course yeah. uh, regardless. Uh, it is expensive, though. It is. Understand that these are like, uh, at least Magnolia and Palm were PGA mm-hmm. championship golf courses. Yes. Uh, and they are charged in such a way yeah. to reflect like, that. Like, they really take care of them, though. So they these do. are like... And the reason we know so much about this isn't just because we golf. Like, my family, I've said this multiple times before, my family owned and operated a golf course. So, I know when a golf course is taken care of and when it's not. (laughs) Um, And then, of course, yeah, they have Oak Trail, which is the nine-hole walking course. And as an annual Mm -hmm. pass holder. uh, Platinum Plus. Sorry. And as a... uh, Platinum Plus annual pass holder, we get the opportunity to play at Oak Trail for free. Um, We just have to book it in advance normally Mm -hmm. uh, to try and get a a good time. You don't really want to be playing at 2 o'clock in the afternoon in the summertime because it is really hot. (laughs) Um, But on top of that, if maybe you're looking for something a little less challenging and a little more fun, you can check out mini golf. Yeah. And there is... Well, and the other thing I was going to say before you even get into mini golf, you can play foot golf over at Oak Trail. Oh, it's true. We haven't done that yet. No, we um, haven't, but that would be really fun to try. They've actually been trying to get us to come over and play foot golf, but we just, we never gotten to go. Speaking of golf, you can go play mini golf. And Walt mm-hmm. Disney World has four miniature golf courses. Mm-hmm. One is a little bit more challenging than the other three, but yeah. you've got uh, Winter Summerland, which is over by Blizzard Beach, mm-hmm. and it is kind of Christmas-themed, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, two separate courses. Christmas and summer-themed. Oh, Christmas and Summerland. Yeah, sorry. Um, but two courses, Winterland, Summerland. <laughs> go figure um and they're they're pretty fun we've done them before and then of course you've got the uh, fantasia gardens area which is over by uh swan and dolphin mm-hmm. and uh again over there that is one one of those is the more challenging one it's set they up like the an, fairways yeah the fairways course it's set up as a actual real golf course mm-hmm. um and just it on is a miniature scale on a miniature scale and it is very challenging it's very challenging i it will was. say yeah, we but, actually talked about the miniature golf courses in one of our podcasts like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, just talking about underrated attractions at Walt Disney World. And mini golf is definitely one of them. Yeah. Um, I just feel like a lot of people don't really know about it. No, I don't really think that they do either. And again, it's it's one that um, it's obviously it's not going to take up all day. It's going to cost you a little bit extra money. I don't know if they're still doing it, but if you buy a package, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you may get some complimentary tickets to play mini golf. 
Mm -hmm. Um, It may not cover your entire party, depending on how many people are in your party. But um, definitely something to take advantage of. I mean, if Disney's going to give you something free Mm -hmm. or included, um, take advantage of it and do it. Most definitely. um, But, yeah. Uh, A great thing to do in the evening when it's a little bit cooler. And then you can head back to Disney Springs if you wanted to. Yes. Golfing is very hot in the summer during the middle of the day, whether it's mini golf or actual golf. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, But a way that you can cool down in the middle of the day, if it's summertime or winter or spring or whatever, because it's Florida and it's hot here all the time, is having a pool day. I feel like a resort day or a pool day at your own resort, is something that a lot of people don't take advantage of. Oh, certainly. I feel like, and I keep saying this, but people are just trying to make the most of that park time. Right. They they did pay for that resort and to stay at that resort, but I feel like a lot of people don't take advantage of the amenities that they have at the resorts that they're paying to stay at, even if it's just an all-star resort. Yeah, but more specifically, if you're staying at a moderate or greater, definitely mm-hmm. take advantage of some of those amenities uh, around the resort, especially the pools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if it's just on like your check-in day or your check-out day and you don't have a park ticket for that day, It's a perfect time to check out the pool, which is like the main thing that people want at a resort or just hang out in the lobby, try and relax for a little bit, hang out in your room. There's, I love watching the show, like the show, I call it a show. I like watching Must Do Disney on their resort TV. Like that is something that it doesn't take long to watch it, but like that's something that I have to watch when we stay on property. Oh, yeah. And I think I it's usually pretty like much the have first, it on continuously. <laughs> it's like the first thing we turn on whenever we get into the room. Mm-hmm. And I think even when we stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge or at any other resort that's a deluxe and has the uh, hot tubs, mm-hmm. that's always where I end up gravitating to. I know oh, even yes. like in the Florida and it's always hot. But normally we're staying there like marathon weekend, mm-hmm. um, a little cooler. Uh, and it's obviously really nice just to get in there and get some blood flow to your muscles. Well, and speaking of hot tubs, we did not realize this until not too long ago. Value resorts don't have hot tubs at their resorts. I don't think moderates do, though, either. Some of them do. Some of them do? Yes. Um, it. I'm pretty sure it's, like, the ones at the main pool area and not, like, the little, like, side pools they have over by themselves. You know how there's, like, multiple remember, pools? Because Caribbean Beach didn't have one. Yes, it did at the main pool. We looked and looked and looked. We Never walked saw. right past it, and I said, I look, there's it. the hot tub. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> But definitely uh, take the time to check out your own resort, especially mm-hmm. if you're saying something greater than the All-Stars. I mean, you can still walk around, especially mm-hmm. if you're saying a Pop Century or Art of Animation. It's just a short walk across the bridge to mm-hmm. either one. There are some photo ops that you can get at the Value Resorts. That's they true. have, like, the giant-sized, yep. like, characters in all the different areas of the resorts. And I think that's always something awesome that you can look at when you go to those resorts. Yeah, so that's something sure. I always want to look at. And I still cannot believe we haven't done this. At Art of Animation, we still have not gone into the cars section of that resort. There are some really, yeah, there's a cars section of Art of Animation. Did you even know? Yeah. We've never been over there. We were about to walk over when we stayed there during Star Wars Half Marathon Weekend, and it was about to storm, so we didn't go over. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've been over there. Nope. Maybe you have. I haven't. Yeah. I've never been over there. Interesting. And so 
definitely just take time to walk around your resort, see what's there. I know at some of some of the moderate and some of the deluxe resorts, they have um, those bike things that you can rent. What are what would they? Oh, be the uh, Surrey bikes. Yeah, Surrey mm-hmm. bikes that you yeah, can we've, rent. We've done that at uh, Saratoga Springs before. I think we actually yes. even have a video of it. Yeah, we do. At it's those. a long, it's a, a long, long time ago. Yeah. Um, but you Long can, time ago. you can rent Surrey bikes at multiple different resorts. Uh, you can also, they have like carriage rides at some of the resorts. You can, um, go fishing at some of the resorts, like right there near like the main lobbies yep. and stuff. You can really go fishing at any of basically around Magic Kingdom, uh, in the lagoon there, or if you're, uh, wanting to do it over by Boardwalk or the Boardwalk Mm-hmm. Epcot, uh, Hollywood Studio Resorts area. You can actually go fishing over there as well. It's all guided fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, is obviously an additional charge. But it's kind of fun to do. And normally they do specials in the hotter part of the days. So a little bit less mm-hmm. than if you go in the morning or in the evening uh, when it gets a little bit cooler. Did I say you can do horse-drawn carriage rides? Uh, no, but you can do that at some of the resorts yeah, too. Yeah, there's. Uh, I know at Port Orleans Riverside you can do that. Yep. They have that over at Fort Wilderness. Um, there may be somewhere else that I just can't remember, but I, I think they were doing it for a while from Wilderness Lodge and like over towards Fort Wilderness. But I think with They're all the doing construction, all that construction, yeah, uh, a lot of stuff's kind of up in the air with what's going on over there. So, yeah, um, if you happen to be staying over at one of those two places, Wilderness Lodge or Fort Wilderness. Just check at the front desk. Mm-hmm. They'll give you all the details of uh, what's happening. Yep. So. You can always, you can like rent boats too. You cannot. Okay, I guess not by anymore? yourself. I don't think so. So th- Mason, it's just like the excursion things. The I think it's things. still the excursion things. Oh, okay. I don't think you can do that anymore. I thought they were doing away with that. Okay, I'm not um, really sure. They were doing, yeah, they did away with that, remember, because we were going to do it with Nate. Uh, before they ended it oh, and now it's right. just you have the driver okay uh, and yeah. things like that so um we did actually uh we did a proposal video somebody rented a pontoon boat they have a driver it was really cool they actually take you around i don't know if we can really it like was, it was a fireworks dessert cruise. It was a, oh that's what it was it was a fireworks dessert mm-hmm. cruise um i don't know how much of the video would actually show a lot of that because obviously the intent, the intent was to film them and kind of get some B-roll of them. I did get some shots of the dessert. Um, but we could we could definitely throw some video in there just to kind of show you. But they'll they'll drive you around mm-hmm. um, and they talk about some things about the lagoon and they point some things out to you, which And they cool. actually even ask you, like, is there anywhere else you want to go ride around until we have to go pick our spot? Yeah. And it's just like, what? Yeah. We have a choice. <laughs> right. But uh, but it's cool. So something else to, uh, to think about as well on mm-hmm. a non-park day. Obviously, is going to be expensive. Um, yes, that is going to cost a lot more money than anything else. Right. But going back to something that's not necessarily free, but included with your resort stay, is definitely hanging out at the pool yeah. and take a nap. Just use relax, your huh? resort to relax. Take a nap at your resort. Make sure you take advantage of the restaurants if they have restaurants there. So, because I feel like a lot of people don't actually eat at the restaurants at the resorts they're staying at. But yeah, definitely take advantage of some of the restaurant stuff. Mm-hmm. And since we're talking about resorts, something else that is great to be able to do, not in the parks. Well, you can do this in the parks, but something really cool to do from outside of the parks is at nighttime watching the fireworks from a resort. So you can you can actually watch um, 
not necessarily Hollywood Studios, but Epcot fireworks, you can kind of see from the Epcot resorts, but Magic Kingdom fireworks are awesome to watch from the resorts around Magic Kingdom. Those are probably the most widely known uh, resort viewing fireworks are Mm -hmm. Magic Kingdoms because you can do it from basically any of the resorts Mm -hmm. that are near Magic Kingdom. So you can watch from the contemporary, whether that's outside on the stairs or you can actually go outside on the like the ground level. If you walk out towards like the main road area, mm-hmm. you can see the fireworks from there because we watched the 4th of July from there one year with a, um, the Woody's Roundup that we did yep. last year. It was a different perspective and it was kind of cool. It was. It was really cool. Um, and then you can watch from the Grand Floridian Beach. And then I think the best place to watch from is the Polynesians Beach because it's like kind of of right in the middle looking at magic kingdom um we did a we did a proposal shoot there as well oh yeah we did um we hint hint (laughs) um you can also from wilderness lodge they don't really have a beach at wilderness lodge anymore they kind of do but it's kind um, of obstructed though it's an obstructed view. It is a little bit, but they do still pipe the music in, which is really cool. Oh, yeah, I guess they do. Um, and they do that at the Polynesian and Grand Floridian and Contemporary. They pipe the music in so that it's timed with the fireworks, and it's awesome. And uh, Fort Wilderness Beach is also another really mm-hmm. good place to watch the fireworks. It's less obstructed than Wilderness Lodge just because of where the location is at. Right. But something I really enjoy doing. But, I mean, we have annual passes, so we can go in the parks pretty much whenever we want. But... I like the fact of being able to be outside of the park, not having to deal with the crowd afterwards, not having to stand in a crowd to watch the fireworks, and just seeing the fireworks from far away, like in a different perspective. And then actually, I really like the reflection in the water too, which is kind of cool. It's cool. It's it's a good place. Um, It's definitely going to be crowded. Uh, it will get very busy, especially at the poly on the beach uh, with people wanting to watch fireworks. So It, it can get crowded, but um, it's not anywhere near as oh, bad as being on Main Street. Yeah, yeah I, sh- I guess we should clarify with that. Yeah, because Josh just like contradicted exactly what I said. And I was like, oh, it's not crowded. And Josh was like, yeah, it's well, really crowded. I mean, well, it, it can be. Uh, so when It's you're, busy. It's, it's not crowded, it's busy. but it's busy. It's busy. Uh, it, it'll be tough to get like if you really want that sh- like a view with nobody in front of you. You got to get there kind of early. And stand right up against the the roped off fenced areas, mm-hmm. um, but again, it's a different perspective, and it is still pretty cool to see, uh, mm-hmm. especially at night. You don't have to then deal with like the crowds of people leaving Magic Kingdom, um, and depending on how you got to that resort, might be a little bit challenging. Uh, but it's definitely much better than being on Main Street. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like being on Main Street to watch fireworks. No, there's not. But the exit is much, much uh, smoother. Mm-hmm. So um, Contemporary Resort, when we talk about watching fireworks from there, a lot of people, they like to go up to um, the lounge. If they're for, a DVC member, you can go up to Top of the World well, Lounge. If you're, but if you're a DVC member, yes. But if you're looking to get a, a view from on top of the Contemporary, um, but you can't get into California Grill. California Grill. There is a little secret that you can take, which is uh, you can jump in the elevator and go as high as it'll take you. And then instead of when you, I don't know how to describe this because depending on which elevator you get off of, 
You want to walk. We'll, we'll change which direction you take, but you want to walk out towards Magic Kingdom. But you basically want to go off the back side of the Contemporary down towards Magic Kingdom, and then there are some stairs, and you can take those stairs up to the top. The stairs are outside. You have to take the door to go outside yeah. at the end of the hall. Um, but the stairs, you go outside, you go up those stairs, and those stairs will take you all the way up to the back platform of it's firework viewing. So you would be kind of behind where everybody from California Grill is at, but you still get a very good view. Mm-hmm. But if you do choose to go up there for uh, for viewing, just be aware that sometimes there are some private events that are going on. So Taylor and I did Sip Saver Sparkle uh, a while ago, a couple of years ago. And, 2018, um, I think. And uh, that was, at the time, that was like kind of blocked off for our viewing. So sometimes it is available, sometimes it isn't. But... Mm-hmm. Most of the time, you, you could probably get up there if you really want to. And you don't even there. need to get up to the top. If you even just get onto those stairs facing the Magic Kingdom on, like, the back half of the Contemporary, that's even a good spot because when we did one of our monorail bar crawls, that oh, yeah. was where we watched the fireworks from, and it was a perfect spot. You just have to get above the monorail and you're set. Yep. yep. So. Got to get above the monorail. Anything else you can think of about... There's... Well, I'm sure I, there's plenty of things that I can't think of right now. There is plenty. Um, I actually saw, this was a long time ago, I remember seeing a list for like a hundred things you can do outside of the parks. And I, like without going into a park, which I'm sure it was like a list of like every single little thing that you can do. Probably like ride the monorail, ride a bus. Maybe. <laughs> but there is a lot you can do. So basically the main thing is check out Disney Springs and explore the resorts and even explore your own resort i think it's more of the fact that don't think that you're limited on something that you can do without having a park ticket disney world is first and foremost about the theme parks but just behind that there is plenty that you can do and find to do that doesn't involve you stepping foot into the theme parks and that's why it's called walt disney world resort the whole place right i love i love being on the monorail and you hear people and they're like Coming from Epcot, and they're like, we're at Walt Disney World now. As you come from Epcot into the Magic Kingdom, and it's like, well, you've been at Walt Disney World. (laughs) You're coming into Magic Kingdom. I understand what you're saying, but technically. But you don't. You've been here (laughs) at Walt Disney World. Um, So, yeah, I I think I'm sure that there's probably something that we missed or um, something something that that you could add. Oh, there's plenty of things that we didn't mention. These are just the things that we think of whenever we aren't doing a park day. So, cool. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, let us know in the comments or in an email uh, something that uh, that we missed that you really like to do, like did you, bu- 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 that you really like to enjoy doing on your non-park Disney days mm-hmm. at Walt Disney World. Disney days at Disney World. <laughs> could I make it more confusing? I sure could. <laughs> and that's a weekly break.